0: Today I'm teaching. Uh, Glenn was gone last week, so he, uh, he asked me to, to cover so he could just come and, and be right here in the splash zone, right in the front. It's really, really great. Um, so where are we? We are still in James. We're in the final stretch on James. We are uh, ending next week. Is that right, Pastor Glenn? Maybe We might end next week. Uh, so we're continuing next week. Or we might not continue next week. We will. Okay. Well, let's pray and get started. God, we thank you so much uh, for your presence here with us this morning, Lord, that, uh, that you care about us enough that you, you come and you meet us, Lord, you're not the God that's far off and distant and doesn't ever visit or write, uh, you're, the, you're the one that comes and, and visits his people, and we thank you, God, uh, be with us this morning as we look at your word, uh, use it to transform us, change us, and make us more like you, Amen. So we're in James 5, uh, James 5:13 through16, it says, uh, "Are you this is some instructions, so kind of pay attention as, as you would with instructions. Are any of you suffering hardship? You should pray. Are any of you happy? You should sing praises. Are any of you sick? You should call for the elders of the church to come and pray over you, anointing you with oil in the name of the Lord. Such a prayer offered in faith will heal the sick. And the Lord will make you well. And if you've committed sins, you will be forgiven. Confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The earnest prayer of a righteous person has great power and produces wonderful results. It's pretty awesome. It's good stuff, right? So, so just some really clear directions. Uh, he says, um, if you have hardships, what do you do? Pray. Pray. Thank you. Uh, what about if you're happy? sing a song, right? Sing praise. Pretty simple. Um, if you're sick, get prayer anointing. What the heck is anointing, right? That word is uh, in, the, in the Bible a few different, few different times. Do you ever talk to your friends? Um, you guys are hanging out at Starbucks, or whatever. You're like, hey, I need to get some anointing. Is that a regular word you guys use all the time? No, no, not so much. So, uh, so anointing, there's two different Greek words. Uh, it's, it's become popular again, right, with Greek. Uh, so we're doing a couple of Greek things. Actually, I think we're going to do like three Greek words, yeah, three. I know. Bring it. That's right. Um, so two different Greek words. Uh, Meshach is this first one, and it's an anointing of the priest for the purpose of God. So when, when uh, the kings were anointed by the priest, that's the word that the, the Bible says that they anointed them with oil. It's usually out of a, the horn of an animal. I don't know why. Um, but there's, there's, a, there's a horn involved and there's oil involved, and it's over a king usually, um, or, or a priest. So the other word is... Alepho, uh, and that is more medicinal or a festival or if you're dead. Um, so that's the anointing that happens um, that isn't really for the same kind of purpose. It's a totally different word. That second one is the word that's being used here. Right, so it's a anoint uh, with, with some medicinal purposes um, so that you will be healed. Uh, there, it, it is really in some ways about medicine. There's a lot of debate about whether we should anoint now or not anoint now. I say, go for it. Anoint. Yeah. Use oil. It's awesome. Um, so back to the directions. We, we have uh, directions. If we get sick, we get prayer, and we get anointing. And then we're supposed to confess our sins to each other, and we pray for each other. And the results are that we're healed and forgiven. It's a good deal, Right? Um, so let's focus really on one verse. We're going to focus on that last verse. Primarily the rest of those, those are the directions that we have. And we're going to talk about this part here. So James five sixteen it says, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The earnest prayer of a righteous person has great power and produces wonderful results. It's a great, it's a great promise. Um, so that first part of it says, confess your sins to one another. Does that make anybody else uncomfortable or just me? Yes, me and Wally are uncomfortable with this. Uh, Thank you. Why would God do this? Yeah, the rest of you guys, nothing. Um, Why would God do this? Uh, You know, uh, maybe it only means certain sins, like if you killed somebody. Or maybe it's just little sins, like if you had a bad thought one time. That's the only, those are the ones you should confess. But nothing, none of the major stuff in the middle leave that out maybe i don't know maybe he doesn't know that people are going to judge me i mean if they know about my sin and the things i do people are going to look down on me they're going to they might even say bad stuff about me this was probably written pre-gossip this was written before really there was this gossip that kind of went everywhere throughout the church maybe even throughout the world i don't know we even have social media that i think is mostly dedicated to gossip that's its purpose in life uh amen yeah and and maybe god doesn't know that i feel sort of ashamed about the stuff i've done why in the world would i tell anyone about that why did god ask us to do this it seems like a bad idea um well maybe this is this is maybe the saving part here maybe it's that last part that second half of the passage that says something about a righteous man righteous person so I only have to confess my sin if I find a righteous person. Well, what, what, what does that even mean? Where do you find a righteous person? I mean, you know what they look like. You have a general feel, but how do you know for sure if they're a righteous person? What does it mean to be righteous? So we're going we're gonna to park here for a little bit and talk about what does it mean to be righteous. So, so the definition, Greek word number three. Okay. I know, Um uh, So it's to observe uh, divine laws, upright, virtuous, keeping the commands of God, somebody who's innocent or faultless or guiltless, somebody who is worthy, approved, acceptable by God. Uh, that sounds a lot like a superhero, right? Somebody who is just perfect in, in a lot of ways. So we're going to take a look at, of course, uh, a superhero and learn a little bit about being superhero worthy. I'm going to play a couple of video clips for you. I'll explain what, what it is and encourage you to watch the movie. somebody going to hit the lights? Tucker's, are you doing light duty? Thank you. All right, are you ready with sound? All right, here we go. The Jotuns must learn to fear me, just as they once feared you. That's pride and vanity talking, not leadership. You've forgotten everything I taught you. But a warrior's patience... While you wait and be patient, the Nine Realms laugh at us. the old ways are done, you'd stand giving speeches while Asgard falls. You are a vain, greedy, cruel boy! And you are an old man and a fool! was a fool to think you were ready. Father. Hey! Thor, Odin's son, you have betrayed the express command of your king. Through your arrogance and stupidity, you have opened these peaceful realms and innocent lives to the horror and desolation of war! Unworthy of your title! You're unworthy of the loved ones you have betrayed. I now take from you your power. In the name of my father. Whoa, <laughs> I know. Uh, so I'll start off by saying, um, okay, this doesn't line up 100%, okay, with reality or God or anything. I'm going to make some connections here. Um, so this is the movie Thor by Marvel, uh, and it's the first Thor. Um, I would encourage you to watch it. I'm going to show you just enough to ruin any element of surprise in the movie. Um, so, but you'll want to fill in the gaps in the middle, okay? Sorry about that if you haven't seen it. Um, but uh, what is it that makes Thor in this case unworthy or makes him unrighteous Uh, well there's a lot of stuff this is just the stuff his dad says about him I mean there must be more right Uh, pride, vanity, impatience more vanity, uh, greed cruelty, betrayal arrogance, stupidity and he harms the innocent that's a bad list that's a really bad list for a guy with a huge hammer I mean that's so those are all the things that make him unrighteous or unworthy. What's the impact of that? What happens when, when he's cast out? So, the re- so what happens next is he goes down to earth, and now he's on a hunt for his hammer. Um, he uh, feels like, you know, if I can just get my hammer back, I'm going to have the power, right? I'm going to have it back again. And so he, he's, he tells everybody that he meets on earth, just wait till I get my hammer. Then you'll know the deal about me. You'll know everything about me. Um, and you'll see, with your own eyes, how powerful I am. And so uh, here's the moment where he finds his—he finds his hammer. We're going to take a look at that. It's hammer time. You ready? Yes, I found my hammer. Wait, I want to see this. So he, he sort of struts in, he finds his hammer, he's like, yeah, the hammer's back, uh, and he's super excited about it. He's got it figured out. I need to just go and grab my hammer, and it's all going to come back. You ever have that moment where you've figured it all out? I just need to do this thing, and then I'm going to be good. I need to just not lie anymore. I need to not judge people anymore. I need to stop looking at really bad websites I need to stop talking about other people. I need to stop stealing. I need to stop whatever. Right? You got it all figured out. I'm just going to stop doing that, and I'll be good. It'll be fine. And then, and then you try to grab the hammer, and you're like, wait a second. This isn't working the way it's supposed to. You're confused. Uh, what's going on here? And then, then there's that moment of realization that, you know what, um, what... What I'm trying is not working. What I'm trying is not going to make me worthy. It's not going to make me righteous. I, I can't fulfill my purpose. I'm separated from my Father. I'm weak. I'm alone. I'm confused. And I just don't know what to do. Anybody ever have that feeling? I have. And you just feel totally helpless. You feel like, I can't do this, and I don't know, I don't know what to do. I, I want to help people, but I just can't. I'm a mess. I'm a total mess. I want to add one one definition that was actually the my favorite one on what it means to be righteous. It's a thinking um, feeling and acting that is wholly conformed with the will of God. See, righteousness is not something that we that we work really hard for. it's not something that um, we work toward, but it's rather something we surrender to right it's not the thing that we have to get better at to be. It's the thing that we allow to come when we ask God's presence to come. When we align our thinking, we, we remove our thinking and we say, I'm going to think like my father. I'm going to stop whatever it is I'm going to do and I'm going to say, not to be cliche, but what would Jesus do, right? What, no, what would God want from me in this moment? And I'm going to align myself with that. Does that mean that I'm, that I'm perfect, that I will never screw up. Nope, nope. It means that you need to realign and realign and realign over and over and over again. It happens a thousand times, maybe a day, I don't know, where you stop and you say, I can't do this. God, what, what, what do I do? So uh, um, Thor uh, goes through a process. I didn't want to show you all the scenes. These are the things you have to look uh, look at yourself, um, but he has, a, he has a bar confession, right? Uh, lots of good confessions happen in bars, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> it's true, Justin, is that true? See? Um, <laughs> it, it, it's absolutely true. Confessional booths and bars. So that, so that happens, um, and uh, he has these realizations that, you know what, I, I didn't understand it before, but now I understand it. It's not really about me. I've lost everything, and I'm just a guy now. So we're going to watch this last scene here. Actually, it's not the last scene. It's the second to last scene I'm going to show you. I know. Good night. Okay, here we go. What's he doing machine that's the bad guy by the way called the destroyer brother whatever i have done to wrong you whatever i have done to lead you to do this i am truly sorry but these people are innocent taking their lives will gain you nothing Take mine and end this. Whoever holds this hammer, if he be worthy, shall possess the power first. So yeah, he destroys the destroyer. Got to ruin every element of surprise here. Uh, yeah, that scene does does kind of uh, spoil a lot. Um, so, <laughs> but he says he's talking to his brother as he goes back, and he says, "Whatever I've done, whatever I've done to wrong you, I'm sorry." He he knows there's something he's done, and and. Uh, he, sa- he says, take my life. Taking their life isn't going to solve anything. Just take, take mine instead. What he does is he, he changes uh, from this selfish, prideful, arrogant guy to somebody who says, um, I'm going to stand in the gap. Right? There, there are people who are in need, people who are, are weak, who are helpless, and I'm going to stand for them. And he says, uh, I'm going to be the guy that gives up, uh, gives up my life for their life. He aligns his thinking with the Father's right, completely. And what happens in that moment is that, is that he touches the Father's heart. And I think that's the same thing that happens with us, Right? those those moments when we say i'm going to set aside my own uh my own needs my own desires and i'm gonna align with the father's heart touches his heart and it and it makes us righteous it makes us worthy and it and it brings us great power not from us and not because we chased it but it but it allows us to do great things Uh, So what makes Thor worthy? Yeah, he takes all this pride, all this vanity, all these things, and he pushes them aside, and and he trades it for thinking and feeling and acting in a way that's aligned with the Father. Humility, generosity, and probably some love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. i got a lot of that all mixed in there, right? He's got a little bit of Holy Spirit uh, mixed in there. What's cool, uh, I didn't do a picture of it, but when you, when you watch the movie, watch the hammer, and there's a little symbol on it. It's the trifecta. It's actually tri- trifecta, something like that. Anyway, it's the Trinity symbol um, that's on the hammer, and it represents Father, Son, Holy Spirit, and that's, that's his power. His source of power is the Trinity. It's pretty awesome, actually. Um, so uh, the righteous one has been justified by Jesus. He's come to realize that I can't do it on my own. I tried that. It didn't work out. We always try it first. Trust me, every single person will try it first, and you'll figure out this doesn't work. Um, It produces humility in you. Um, You approach everything with some humility, and it makes you realize that faith is really the only way to align myself with God and the purpose of God, or be justified. Um, And then, as I pray for other people, that's what I ask for. Um, I ask that that they will be transformed, that their hearts will be changed, that they will be aligned with the will of the Father. And I ask that they will be made righteous. Um, the righteous one's wholly aligned with the, with the will of the Father over and over and over again, but that's what it means to be justified, to be aligned uh, correctly. Um, you ask before you act, you listen a lot, and you change along the way. Um, that's what makes you worthy, and that's what James is talking about that produces wonderful results. So let's go back to this confessing thing, right? Because that's where we started. What about that? Does this all eliminate that? I just need to really focus on being righteous. Um, I don't know if you guys remember the scene in the movie where um, this was this, one of the Avengers where Captain America looks at Thor and says, I have to confess something to you. Actually, it didn't happen. Uh, but but let's, t- let's talk about this confessing thing. Um, so we still we're still called in that to confess our sins to one another. Sin is that thing that's out of alignment uh, with God and His purposes in our lives. Uh, it's it's something that you have to first uh, you have to know you have to realize hey this, there's some sin right? there's some sin in my life. You have to know and care about the heart of God. You have to know and care about what God wants. Um, you have to want to be forgiven. Just talking about it uh, without a, a, a desire to be changed and transformed isn't going to do the trick. You really have to want to be changed. Um, you're not just telling stories. You have a purpose in what you're doing. I want to be made righteous. I want to be changed by God. Um, you do it to, to one another. Guess what that means? You need to be around other people. Confessing your sins to one another by yourself does not work. Okay? just doesn't work. Um, means that you have to be with others. It implies some level of relationship because you're not going to typically tell uh, strangers who aren't bartenders uh, your sins, right? So it implies some relationship with people. Um, last week, uh, Tucker had, had a word shared, talked about being authentic. You know, It means that you have to be authentic. You have to genuinely be authentic with who you are and the things you're struggling with. Um, you don't need a superhero. You don't need a superhero to tell to confess your sins to, um, you just need each other. You need, you need people um, who are right beside you. Um, the, re- the righteous response as someone confesses their, their sins to you or tells you about this deep struggle in their life, it's not to give them some good advice or tell them to go read a book or, um, or to tell other people about the things they just told you. That's not, that's not really the righteous response. The righteous response is to pray and to look, for, look to God, really, for, for answers. See, these guys are demonstrating it. You, just, you pray, ask God to come and do something, change them, transform them. Right? Um, here's some really good reasons to confess your sins to each other. Uh, it causes you to consider the sin in your life. If you don't stop and think about it, you might just keep doing it. So it causes you to stop and say, and, and just reflect in your, on your own heart your own life and say, what, what do I need to talk about that, that I need to get free from? Um, it causes you to seek trustworthy people. Uh, the, I, the reason I said, oh, I, I just need to find a righteous person if I could just find a righteous person, because I think that happens. I think people say, if I could just find somebody I trust, well, then I'd probably tell them about this stuff, but I don't trust anybody. So I just don't tell anybody that's a terrible excuse that's a terrible excuse. I'm gonna not obey God because I can't find somebody that I can trust. Come on I, I, you have to you have to take some risk you have to find somebody. Trust me there are people here um, who love and care deeply for you. Um, it encourages us to now depend on each other to depend on uh, on people to to listen to us and and not betray our trust makes us a little vulnerable um and then the final reason is really so that we can be healed be free from that thing you know un unconfessed sin it grows in power it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and the the sin that you confess is just weak it's powerless right um those are some great reasons we're going to look at one last little clip here it's short i promise um It's the end of the movie to to really take all of it. (laughs) (laughs) You'll be a wise king. There will never be a wiser king than you, or a better father. made me proud. So, so here's my question now. Who are you in this story? I talked about the, the righteous one um, or the one who needs to confess their unrepentant sin or unconfessed sin, I guess. Um, who are you in the story? Well, here's here's... The magic in all this is that uh, I'm here to tell you that you are the righteous one. That um, that Jesus already made you the righteous one, and that your Father is proud of you. He really is. Here's the other magical part: is that that also makes you the guy who needs to confess his sin. Or girl. Don't want to exclude anybody from confessing. Um, you know, that, uh, that perfect, uh, that perfection that was described in righteousness, it's true. And there, there is really but one who is perfect, and that's Jesus. Um, but what's awesome is that he can make you perfect. And then you'll fall out of alignment. It'll happen. And then you need to confess to somebody. You need to ask for forgiveness. And then he makes you perfect again. It happens over and over again. Um, and so here's, my, here's my, uh, my request and my desire for all of us, is that we function as people who are healed, um, people with great power uh, that produce wonderful results, that we function in that way, that, that we um, are willing to expose ourselves a little bit and, uh, and share the things that, that we've hidden for a long time. That we are willing to be the one who sits and listens, and is that trustworthy person, and will will align with your brother and be the righteous person for them. And I guarantee you, it will produce wonderful results. So uh, learned a little bit from from Thor and a lot from God on this. Um, so we're going to end here. Um, we're we're out of time, but I do uh, I want to I want to do something um, here, and then we'll. Leave some time if people want to get prayed, get prayed for. Um, we won't do open mic confession today. We'll have to reschedule that uh, for another time. Um, but uh, I want to, I want to pray for everybody um, here. So um, you just just bow your heads. I'm not going to ask you to raise your hand until you I see that hand or anything like that. Um, but just just everybody bow your heads and, and um, you can decide if you want to pray this this prayer or not um, but um, I think we struggle to feel like the righteous one. so I want to take a second and 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 if you want to be that one who is righteous then uh, then pray this. Um, God I've been out of alignment with you and and some of the things that I do think say... Lord, and I want you to realign me to you. I want you to align my heart to your heart. Lord, I want to love the way you love. Lord, come and transform me. Transform my heart now. Lord, make me righteous. Lord, surround me with people that I can uh, that I can depend on, that I can rely on, that I can go to and confess the times when I'm not. Lord, it make me that person uh, for somebody else.